Welcome to Wormhole with Max Dickens and Jack Barry. On this episode, how to be fashionable. The male stylist, and she said most men spend six and a half thousand pounds. Unless they all go shopping for clothes, get so bored with it and just end up buying a second-hand car. (laughs) Why do shop mirrors make you look like a rotting corpse? I don't know what they're doing to the mirrors in those changing rooms. Something's happening in that mirror that you just look like a total piece of shit. We make our own AI headmaster. Will the robots be fair-minded overlords? Hiding mags in textbooks is no go. And setting fire to anything in my office is a line we cannot cross. There is so much to learn. So come, take our hands, hands and, and come, come with, with us, us down, down the wormhole. Good evening, wormies. Uh, or good morning. Uh, if it is the morning, uh, happy Which it is. if you're wolfing down an omelette and getting this rubbish in your ears, um, or indeed good night if you're falling to sleep, and uh, welcome to another episode of Wormhole. Happy dawn. Happy dawn. Yeah, maybe it's dawn. Could be dawn. Maybe they're watching it as the sun comes they, up. They've set it as like their uh, alarm radio. Yeah, sort of thing. they meditate, it's their morning meditation just to get themselves ready for the day. What a harrowing idea that yeah. they meditate on this. Yeah, they're, they're not long for this world, I don't think, those sorts of people. No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Breaking news, uh, I'm a, a year older yeah. than the last episode. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Just adding adding numbers on, aren't you? Yeah. Well, same thing's happening to you, presumably. No, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm the same age as I've always been. 27 forever. 27 club, yeah. But you haven't even had the bottle to take your own life (laughs) (laughs) in a drugs binge yeah no no, I'm not successful enough for that unfortunately have you seen Louis Theroux's done that documentary of Pete Doherty oh I saw a tiny clip of the interview of him saying that he's he's kicked all the boots because otherwise he's going to die and And he can't eat sugar anymore yeah he lives in France with his wife and um, I've never related to Pete Doherty because we're so different but when he's saying yeah what I'm just addicted to compte on toast. As in, like posh <laughs> French cheese, I was like, this guy I can get behind. This is finally a rocker that lives my lifestyle. Yeah, hopefully he'll do another album and then I can really sort of resonate with it. Eating cheese, if it's that sort of thing. Yeah, well, that'll be yeah. one of the lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I am 36. Congrats. You're a bit hungover today. You oh. went you went up for some drinkies last night. Had some, some drinkies last night and went to one of those activity bars. Great. Um, they get more and more bizarre, the activity bars. So, I know. I we really to... are giving up on conversation, aren't we? <laughs> People can't be trusted to entertain themselves for a whole evening with their friends and loved ones. So you have to do, like, darts. So Yeah, golf. Golf. I, last night was ping pong and shuffleboard. It's Great. Fairly mainstream. You can go curling now. Can you? They've just launched one on the South Bank. What's it called? It's called Curl One Out or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you want. <laughs> Axe throwing. You ever done that? Um, no. No. You can go and have a butchery course as well. Just have a chat, guys. <laughs> just open up. Just yeah. talk about your feelings. Isn't that, is not that London? Is that just what we're like as British people? All these people desperately trying to avoid therapy or expressing any kind of emotion with each other. So we're like, we'll go throw axes. And then that, that's a way to while away the hours with each other. Right. So it is my birthday. And I've got to say, I've not taken this one well. No? Um, 
it was really weird. And like the week leading up to it, I just didn't sleep at all. And I think it was this underlying stress. About what you're going to feel like. It, no, what you've achieved. <laughs> <laughs> Your lack of achievements. Sorry, is this my subconscious? <laughs> or is this you, Jack? But if something... Please go extra when I can quiz you about your achievements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's something like that. It's like going, like, oh, God, what is my what even is my life? I'm 36. Yeah. Absolutely pathetic. But then I... It was part of that. And then my wife has been doing this, like, massive spring clean sort of thing. Yeah. Cleaning everything out. So she's been going through her wardrobes and everything. And so... I thought, well, I better do that. And I got, got all my clothes out and did a bit of a sort of an audit. Yeah. And I looked at what I've got and I, I realised that genuinely 90% of the items I own have been bought for me either by my mother-in-law. Oh, yeah. My mum. Yeah. Uh, my wife. And sometimes my sister. Like, And I just thought, my God, I've barely bought an item of clothing for years. And I just thought, I'm being dressed by the women in your life. Yeah. And I just thought, I'm just a little boy. And then I got obsessed with having, I've had the same haircut for like 25 years <laughs> it's working for you it's just like a little like a little jimmy, tin quiff little jimmy neutron <laughs> <laughs> a mini jimmy neutron i just thought what i've just i'm just frozen in time yeah and then little child this is a real irl wormhole that you've got i there. know it's down into my deep deep into my subconscious but th- then my then my wife said um you know absentmindedly oh you know i was thinking maybe for your birthday maybe you'd like to go and see a stylist. And I thought, oh, right, that's a treat for me, is it, that I've got to go and see a stylist? What, not, you mean not a treat for her? That you, she <laughs> well, finally gets to get seen with so a man in, who looks like he knows so embarrassed. <laughs> and I just, and I went, oh my. She wants to step out with a man who hasn't been dressed by his mum and yeah, mother-in-law. Yeah, which I could completely understand. <laughs> so this was all sort of falling apart. And so I thought, do you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go shopping. Great. So then at the weekend, I went. I went. Stylist, be damned. Yeah, and I thought I'd. And then I went shopping, and I didn't even know where to begin. I was, I was, I was looking through shelves, being like, "Oh, I need to get something." And I just thought, "What? What, what are you meant are you to in? wear? What shop are you in? Uh, Gap. <laughs> Straight to Gap. <laughs> Three hours later, comes out crying. Gap. I, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> or, or, well, I went to John Lewis, which is such like. Uh, <laughs> Again, that's a bad sign. But you know, John <laughs> Lewis have their own own brand stuff, but they've got lots of little. They've got like they, they they've got designer stuff as well. Yeah, but I was yeah. going through it, going like, well, what do what am I meant to wear? What are you meant to have? And I realised I don't ha- I don't know this. It's not part of male culture, is it? Like, it's for example, sort of more and more so. But I think our generation kind of missed it. Yeah, do you know what I mean. I think the younger generation they they seem to grow up with this kind of knowledge, but I don't know where they're getting it from. Do you reckon? I think they call it normcore now. Have you heard about this? Yeah, but that means you're dressing like a dad, doesn't it? it just, no, it just means you basically make yourself invisible. This again is going to sound like some reactionary right commentator <laughs> here, but it seems to be the style now is to try and make yourself look as ugly as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't. It's just like let's try and be unattractive. But hasn't that always been the case? Isn't that like sort of what most men sort of your blokey blokes if you try and do anything different they hate it that's what it is isn't it it's like don't rise above the parapet or you'll get sniped yeah so women dress (laughs) to try and look good men dress to try and just blend in get through yeah camouflage social (laughs) camouflage yeah yeah but but it's not what i mean by it's not part of male culture is i was thinking you know when you go to well, it's true for me anyway. I go go to a clothes shop, right? Yeah. I pick something off the rack and go, right, right, try this on, I suppose. Yeah. And I'll get in there, get in the changing room in the mirror, and I'll take a photo of it. 
And who do I send it to? I send it to my wife. Yeah. I send it to female friends and go, should I get this? Yeah. It's nice. I have no confidence in my own yeah, view yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, but then I just thought I would never send that. Sidebar. I don't know what they're doing to the mirrors in those changing rooms, but they seem to be designed to make you look as ugly as possible. Yeah. Whenever you find the coolest item that you think, and you're like, I'm going to go try this on, something's happening in that mirror that you just look like a total piece of shit <laughs> every single time. And the lighting is like... The a- lighting is like the least flattering, most upsetting lighting you possibly... So you have to text someone just to be like... Save me from my so what's happening. Surely I, I don't look like this. Appear, apparently, I've got terrible psoriasis yeah. over my face. D- did I die? I think I'm dead. I think <laughs> this is a zombie trying on an item of clothing that I just found. If I took a photo of myself in an outfit and sent it to you, yeah. But I ne- first, I'd, I'd love ne- that. Would you? <laughs> I wouldn't mind. I'd yeah. give you advice. Would you? Yeah. What would you reply? Fit, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'd hear that. But blokes don't talk about clothes. Like if you're sat around and you're having a couple of couple of beers, yeah, but, but you don't. You wouldn't go to a friend like that. Jacket's fantastic. That really works. I love how you've layered that up with the. Um... But you know, what? I have started doing that. But I have noticed that some of my male friends find it really uncomfortable. I went for a beer with my friend literally the other day, and he had a great outfit on. He had great trousers and a great jumper combo. And I was like, mate, you look great. That's a good. And he was like. Uh, Fuck off. <laughs> he looks so affronted. He was like, I don't know how to react to that. But men but, hate compliments though, don't they? Yeah, exactly. And like, it's just famously like, how do you react? Even if I do a good show, if someone comes up to me afterwards and says, you were really funny, I want them to go like, go jump off a fucking bridge. How yeah. dare you? So I went on one of these websites for a male stylist because i thought i'm going down the, i'm going down a wormhole here yeah great because i was walking around the shops thinking i've got no idea where even to begin yeah so i thought rather than just chucking a load of money at the wall a load of shit at the wall and going whatever i'm going to try and think about it yeah so i went went and did some research male male stylist she she charges people 650 quid just for the for, a, for the to advice. Go shopping with them for a day wow and on her website it had like an FAQs, and you still got you got to you got to, you got to buy the clothes. Well, exactly. On top of that. So FAQs is how much should I expect to spend on a shopping trip? Yeah. And she said most men will spend six and a half thousand pounds on a day with me. Wow. What are they buying? Unless they all go shopping for clothes, get so bored with it, and just end up buying a secondhand car. <laughs> and they all go buy buy an arcade machine. Yeah. To keep themselves amused. Miss um, Pac Man. But I don't even know the names of any... I've realised I don't even know the names of what you're meant to have. What, like, like jacket? Shirt? Well, shacket. Have you heard of the phrase shacket? Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're tr- yeah, that's new. What is a shacket? It's yeah, half, I don't know. Half shirt. Half jacket. Half jacket. Presumably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this a shacket? I don't... I but don't... shacket sounds too much like the word shat. Like it... Like yeah, it, it's, or it's... shag. Shag it. Sounds like... <laughs> sounds like a sex crime. Yeah. A shacket. You, I sentence you to 20 years no parole for shacket. <laughs> <laughs> or a terrible resort in Egypt. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you can't afford Sharm El Sheikh, you, you go to shacket. You go to El Shacket. And every four months there's some horrendous terrorist atrocity. Oh, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone gets eaten by a shark every time they go snorkeling. But it's 500 quid all ink. And yeah, and all the, the, all the, all the booze is moonshine that they've brewed in the toilet. <laughs> And the pyramid is just made out of uh, crackers. <laughs> just a quick message from our sponsor this week is uh, El Shacket. Uh, the holiday El Sh- of a lifetime. Um, Brackets, your last. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so yeah, right, let's. I'm going to solve fashion. Okay. I've got a theory and nothing... Are you setting up your own stylist business? No, no I'm, oh. people do not need advice. <laughs> I, 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 did, did, I went on YouTube. I yeah. just watched all the videos about men and fashion. Yeah. So I went out then. So I've got, I've got, I've got my, I've now got my kind of top tips. Okay. I feel like I'm armed. Yeah. Um, and so I went, I've spent the week going shopping. Great. Shop to shop. Oh, it's a fucking nightmare, isn't it? <laughs> Why are shops so hot? I just drives me mental. You go, it's boiling hot in all these shops. All the stuff like walking around in sort of beach wear. It's November. <laughs> Why is it so hot? Turn the heating down. This is great. This is real dad podcast yeah. stuff now. <laughs> but I, I started buying bottles of water in advance of going in shops because I thought I'm going to... You need to hydrate. Yeah. like so, It's like you're a desert store. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's the, I don't like the vibe I get. When I go into cool shops, you know the cool shops. Yeah, like yeah, all yeah, Saints. yeah. Yeah, you feel really judged. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, in all, all Saints, like there's there's someone at the door who's sort of like beautiful, dressed in 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 most, all, all in uh, the gear, the gear. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, well, but seeing, but the tone is like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, here? you lost. Yeah, there's nothing for <laughs> you here. Yeah, do you want me to call your mum? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go and sit in the corner and play with this Game Boy until yeah. she comes to pick you up? So I then went to Soho and the, you know the sort of shops where there's you look in the window and it's just in the middle of the room. It's a completely empty room, like white painted floor, exposed brick. There's no discernible staff in there at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. They're, they're, they're kind of like painted white themselves and yeah. blended in. Um, but there's just one rack with like five pieces of clothing. Yeah, yeah. That's in in one shop. size. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just one item of each thing. Yeah. And then you're like, have you got this in another size? And they're like, oh, <laughs> oh I guess I'll go check. You're like, well, obviously. <laughs> what? And nothing has a fucking price on it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. That's a red flag. Oh. That's a red flag for a shop, for sure. Somebody said to me in the one of these shops, what's your style? Mm. I mean, what does that fucking mean? Yeah, I that's don't triggering. Know. That's what's that's, my that's style. A, that's an aggression. That kind of question, I think. My style is Freddie Flintoff's Wet Dream. That's yeah. <laughs> How would you describe? Have your you style? seen Top Gear? <laughs> <laughs> Any of the men on that? Any of them? James May, Richard Hammond, Love Child. Yeah. Or Jamie Oliver, but how he dresses now. Yeah, I don't know what I'd say my style is. Streetwear. I think streetwear, maybe. I would say parole. Parole, yeah, I'll take parole. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then I was thinking about what has been my style through the through the ages. Yeah. So, adolescence, early teenage years, was very much kind of everyone dressed like they were sort of a surfer. Like, yeah. Did, uh, did you remember that? Like, yeah, Qu- yeah, yeah. There was yeah, a brand yeah, yeah. from memory called Quicksilver, I think, oh, or man. Billabong. Rip curl. Rip curl. Yeah. So you that was the stuff. And then you I love that. Everyone had a pair of vans. Yeah. Which is more sort of skating. Yeah, that was the vibe, wasn't it? That was it. I listened I just listened to nothing but Red Hot Chili Peppers and Incubus and I wore Billabong and Rip Curl living in Oxford. <laughs> like the <laughs> completely fir- landlocked. Literally the furthest city from the sea that you can get in the UK. And I was just like, something really responds to me in this California surf lifestyle. It was cool. Yeah. I, that's what I wanted. That was all I wanted for the rest of my life. Feel what would you wear if you could wear anything you want? What is there? Is there like a is there a fashionista in you that's screaming do to you, get out? Do you know what in my head? Have you ever seen an item of clothing that you've been like, I love that, but I would be too terrified to wear it? Yeah, 
But yeah, yeah. I was in, for example, in All Saints. Like yeah. The, the leather, leather jackets. I was like, I think that's really, that looks really cool. Leather jackets are a great place to start, I'd say. But I think if I dress like, if I wore that, someone just would come up to me and go, how's the divorce going? Like, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. think they'd be like, this guy. Yeah, where'd you pop the Mazda? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking masters but this is what i hate about this is what i think is the problem with like male culture is that we're terrified of that we're terrified of getting ripped by our mates and basically all you have to do is just weather that initial storm of getting ripped and then you can do what you want yeah. i used to talk about this in my stand-up it's like i started wearing hats a couple of years ago just like baseball caps i'd never worn them before but i was going bald so i was like yeah. well i've got to start wearing hats just so i look vaguely fuckable sometimes and like for months, every time I saw my mates, they go, "Oh, hat! Oh, he's got a hat on. He also hats a lot. All this kind of shit." And I've wanted to take the hats off so bad, but you weather that storm, and then you can wear all the hats you want. You just gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta push through, through. through, right? That's and that's what we're terrified of. We're just ter- like all men are just terrified of being made fun of, aren't we? Because also we've been part of it. Yeah, I, I it's went- all part of the club. We were, we're all. We're like the the older boys who are bullying the younger kids because yeah. that's what happened to us. When yeah, we were welcome younger. to the shame game. Yeah, well, everyone's got to do it. I was terrified to get an earring because I was like, I know I'm going to get like, oh, you, you know, where's your pirate ship parked? Yeah. All this sort of thing. Didn't know you were a lesbian. Yeah, exactly. And and but you you weather that. And now it's great. And now I just now I just have it. <laughs> <laughs> I like how your two examples of taking real like sartorial risks are wearing caps. Caps and having, and having I know. one piercing. They're tiny. Yours was wearing a leather jacket. Not, not fucking Harry Styles, <laughs> are you? You're, it's baby steps. You've got to ease yourself in, I think. There's a guy at uni. He was called like, His name is yeah. It was on like the first day when everyone turned up. Yeah. Someone said to him, oh, like, my laptop's not working. And he, he literally just restarted it. And this guy just went, you're, wow, you're, you're amazing. Wiz- you're a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> you're <laughs> forever now. <laughs> and he would wear these shirts on night out, which were like sort of huge, huge sort of baggy polyester numbers. Yeah. Like, like a darts player might wear in the 70s. Right, nice. But they were covered in like... Uh, images of flames and eagles and dragons. They were mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were so professional poker player. They were so bad. Yeah. And everyone behind his back was going, fucking hell, what is wearing tonight? Yeah. And we would say, like, we should maybe stop him because he's a nice lad. Like, yeah. But no one did. But I just, that's the kind of the fear, isn't it? Like, everyone behind your back is going. What's he fucking doing? What is he doing? Get that leather jacket then. That's what you need to do. Yeah. 100%. You need to go and buy that cool leather jacket. And if someone takes the piss out of you, you just go, yeah, but looks pretty cool, doesn't it? I'm happy in it. And then you could work from there, I think. I think that's your first step. You've got to do it. I'm going to do it. You've got to get that leather jacket. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of ended up down a bit of a wormhole this week, right. just reading about AI. Oh, God. And uh, I'm, you know, obviously I'm obsessed with it, like yeah, everybody same. else. We're all worried about uh, AI taking our jobs. Yeah. And there's a school apparently now in Sussex, Cotsmore School, <laughs> that has an AI headmaster. What do you mean? <laughs> apparently they've got two headmasters. They've got a human one, but they've also got an AI one who's called Abigail Bailey. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's it's AI. I don't really understand it. I just read that they've got it. I haven't read the. I couldn't find any details on what like the day to day job is. <laughs> I don't know if it's like punishment or like policy for the school. They're like typing in. They're like, what do we do if this yeah. happens? And and she's suggesting policy. Or if she's just like writing press releases and like announcements. Maybe it's the morning announcements that she's doing. And replying to emails and things like that. I guess so, yeah. But yeah, she they're like so there's like a double headmaster system at this school. One of the, and Abigail Bailey is 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 AI. Right. So I found the story. AI headmaster appointed at UK boarding school. Pupils at a thirty two grand a year school in southern England have got a brand new head teacher. But she's a little bit different to what you might expect. <laughs> so it says that she will offer advice, supporting staff members, aiding pupils with ADHD and crafting school policies. Similar operations to ChatGPT, where users input questions and receive responses generated by the algorithm. It's and there is a picture that they've got, which I guess is like a AI-generated picture. Let's they've, have a look. And she's... Oh, she's really You fit. would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Do you know what? I think that, so the actual headmaster is called Tom Rogerson. I don't know it's a good name for a teacher, Tom Rogerson. No, you've got you to change that, haven't um, you? Tom, Thomas Bangalad. Just change your name to Tom Respectful to Your Son. <laughs> <laughs> maintains. Hello, I'm Tom. Maintains a respectful distance from your son. <laughs> Hello, I'm Tom. Has never committed a sex crime. Um, but it feels like this headmaster has designed like his fa- his real fantasy yeah maybe um, yeah yeah do you think so they were like i want to hug a colleague yeah it's a bit like her isn't it that joaquin phoenix film <laughs> he's fallen he's like i want a colleague that i can fall in love with but i won't get sued yeah. <laughs> so i'll just generate one speaking to the telegraph newspaper mr rogerson said sometimes having someone or something to help you can be a very calming influence help quotation marks Explaining that he'll he will still ask advice from human members of staff, Mr. Rogerson added, "Being a school leader, a headmaster, is a very lonely job. Of course, we have head teachers groups, but just having somebody or something on tap that can help you in this lonely place is very reassuring. It feels like actually the problem is he hasn't got any mates. It's so her, isn't it? Sometimes you just need someone that you can shoot the shit with, who's got Scarlett Johansson's voice, and I can slowly fall in love with her and lovely tits. Yeah, she just gets me." <laughs> The AI bot that I made. She's an old soul. I'll tell you what we should do. Yeah, I'm going to create an AI headmaster. (laughs) Okay. Now, I'm going to go on ChatGPT. And what you can do, apparently, is create a persona. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to do that. So shall I create one for our fictional school? And then what I want to do is go through different misdemeanors that you've committed. Get this persona's (laughs) advice. Let's actually test if an AI headmaster can work. We need to fill out the persona. So... I want you to imagine you're a headmaster at an English school. Um, so tell me a bit about this headmaster. What do you want the persona? 50? Uh, 50 years old? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, you are bald. The headmaster's bald? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not making a bangable one. <laughs> I don't think that's the point. Of this. Oh, okay. <sighs> um, uh, although I can put that in, you are bald, <laughs> but... Have a sort of sexual charisma. <laughs> but but <laughs> Simmering sexual charisma. Okay, but... So, but exude a simmering sexual charisma. <laughs> okay. What's this manner like? Stern manner? Quite strict, yeah. but approachable. Okay. Um, but what's he like at home? At home, uh, uh, your wife admires your commitment to public service, but thinks you could be less, I don't know, buttoned up. 
Let's button up. Do you think so? I think he's. I think he's a freak in the bedroom. I think his wife's very satis- satisfied, but he, okay. he but he maintains complete professionalism at work. Okay. Having said that, <laughs> his wife <laughs> is extremely sexually satisfied. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay anything else you want to add into this persona um uh he's he's very passionate about the football team he's he likes to go support all the football matches <laughs> this is amazing name headmaster sebastian seb hartfield oh i love that 50 physical appearance bald with an air of confidence charismatic and exudes subtle <laughs> a subtle simmering sexual charisma yes please imposing stature athletic build cool uh, well-tailored suits that reflect both professionalism and a hint of personal style are you imagining johnny sins <laughs> 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 i have no idea who you mean <laughs> he's married to a supportive wife who admires his commitment to public service as you said he's buttoned up uh, but his wife finds his sexual charisma intriguing oh great Okay, so his trademark catchphrase, according to this persona, is give it your all, lads and lasses. So let's run some misdemeanors past it. So it's a headmaster. Okay. It's an AI. We've now built our own AI headmaster, Seb Hartfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People call him Seb. Seb, yeah, yeah. He doesn't mind that. My door's always open. Yeah. If you're one of the students, you call him sir. Yeah. But the parents call him Seb. Seb. And the staff call him... um, And the parents find him very... Yeah, they call him... Hearty. Hearty, yeah. I think I'm in geography class and the teachers discovered... Hidden within my textbook, a naughty magazine, a, a Playboy, and I've been marched to Seb's office for a dressing down. Lead on me, Seb. Be Jack fit. Barry, come into my office immediately. Oh, Seb. We need to have a serious discussion. What on earth possess you to hide a pornographic magazine in your geography textbook? This is not only a blatant violation of our school rules, but a complete disrespect for the learning environment we strive to maintain. I thought Seb was more chilled. Well, but he, you know, he's, it's, well, he's, he's, we're here to learn after all. Yeah, and, and he's sir to you, obviously. So yeah. Do you have any comprehension of the inappropriateness of such actions? What were you thinking bringing explicit material into a place of education? He keeps asking me what I'm thinking. Yeah. What do you think I'm thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should I say that? You get it, Seb. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the pupil responds, I am... Horny. (laughs) (laughs) Jack, your comment doesn't excuse or justify your actions in any way. Really? Yeah. This is a learning opportunity for you, Jack. I take out a lighter and set fire to some papers on his desk. I mean, you probably do want your AI chatbot to be quite dry, don't you? If it's headmaster. (laughs) Normally it's a wacky, wacky robot headmaster. Jack. Oh no, what's he done? He's, He's really changed tack. Really? Yeah. Jack, mate. He He's says, mate. Yeah, okay. I get it. Adolescent and hormones, they can be a tumultuous mix. Yeah. But let's address this appropriately. So I, I like how he's mixing it here. He's He gets me. He yeah. know he knows that the dry tack wasn't working. H- hiding, I'm acting out. Hiding mags in textbooks is a no go. And setting fire to anything in my office is a line we cannot cross. <laughs> We're not going for chaos here. Are you sure? Now put the lighter away. Let's take a step back and just discuss what's really going on here. You know, what there are better ways to deal with your frustrations than creating a fire. <laughs> My parents are getting divorced. Oh. He's cut to the core of me. Okay. How does he see into my soul like that? Seb, I feel like a crystal ball in front of you, piercing into me. Jack, I understand you're going through a tough time. Just know that if you're overwhelmed or upset, I want you to know there are people who can offer support here. 
My office is open for a chat when you're ready. Jack starts masturbating. No. Maybe I tell him that one of the key teachers hit me. No, you're masturbating. <laughs> oh, no. The masturbating violates our content policy. <laughs> oh, really? Chat GPT? Yeah. But then what's going to happen if, the head, if someone does do that in the headmaster's <laughs> office? That's going to be no good. And that's how we beat the machines. <laughs> yeah. The machines are prude. When the Matrix starts happening, we need to remember this. Yeah. They can't deal with masturbation. It freaks them out. <laughs> as soon as the as soon as Terminator Two Judgment Day, and they start, we just we've all got to start masturbating, and then that's that's going to put them off, and that's how we that's how we beat them. <laughs> Dear Mister and Missus Barry, I trust this letter finds you well. It's with a mixture of bewilderment and concern that I write to inform you of an incident involving your son Jack. Now let me reassure you, we appreciate a good sense of humour here, as much as the next school. But Jack seems to have taken it to a whole new level. <laughs> In a series of events that I can only describe as an avant-garde performance art piece, <laughs> Jack has managed to push the boundaries of school behaviour in a way that none of us could have predicted. <laughs> it appears that Jack's been engaging in some rather unconventional activities during class time, including, but not limited to, the discreet placement of adult content in his geography textbook. Wait, what else has happened? And the initiation of a rather impromptu pyrotechnics display in the headmaster's office. Yes, you read that co correctly. Also, he masturbated. <laughs> now, I, under I understand adolescence is a time of self-discovery, but we're hoping for more along the lines of pursuing hobbies or joining a school club. Alas, Jack has chosen a different path, much to our collective surprise. Also, he masturbated my office. <laughs> In the interest of maintaining a learning environment that doesn't resemble a Shakespearean comedy, we've decided to suspend Jack temporarily. Thank you for your understanding. We look forward to welcoming Jack back once he's mastered the fine art of appropriate school behaviour. Yours humorously. <laughs> Headmaster Sebastian Seb Hartfield. He's put his little nickname in the always. middle there. Come on, the lads and lasses. This he, is... He's having a great time with it. Yeah. Yours humorously. <laughs> He's masturbating and setting fire to things. He's got a good sense of humour. He's chill. I do like that about him. Well, that's probably what we want, though, from AI, isn't it? <laughs> you don't want him to freak out. I've got this thing in my car that, like, if you, want, if you want it to play a certain song, you press a button, and then it says, what would you like to play? And then you say the song that you want, and then it puts it on so you don't have to be, like, typing while you're driving. Every time my partner uses it, she says, please, afterwards. Because <laughs> she's like... The AI are going to rise up and I want the, I want it on record that I've been polite to them this whole time so they won't murder me. Um, but if there's mild man and a Seb, then maybe we don't need to worry about it. Well, we've learned an awful lot today. Yeah. Mostly yeah. how to dress. Mostly, yeah. So this is, you know, that stylist was charging 650 quid for a day. This podcast is free. We've learned how to set up your own sort of staff, AI staff. Would you, you like us to have a, an AI host, a third host of the podcast? Yeah, what would is that something you'd like to say? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'd like that, I think. Um, Jack. Thanks so much for listening. We love you very much. Don't forget to take your vitamins. Meditate. Um, and be good. I'm off to All Saints with a, with a shotgun. I'm off to give all of our listeners a little cuddle. <laughs> Hello, producer Trav here. You may know me from other much more successful podcasts, but now... I'm editing this whole shit. Wormhole's theme music is by Ben Osborne and our artwork was designed by Alexandra Turner. 
It would mean a lot to us if you would subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed it, number one, are you alright, mate? Number two, consider telling a friend or your therapist. And you could even leave a short review. Helps more people to find us and it makes our lives way less meaningless. If you want to complain about the episode, please reach out to Max or Jack on Instagram. They do not pay me nearly enough to run that department too. All right, that's it. It's finished now. Climb back out the wormhole, take your rubbish with you, and we'll see you next week. Hold up. 